1: Episode of NFT 365, and sometimes it just kind of feels a little all mixed up. And I don't know about you, but part of what we're playing in in this NFT Web three space could be called a beautiful disaster. And I promise this—the last two, uh, no, no, I mean, no, no promise. There might be a mention of a, a 311 song as we move forward. But want you know, for me, the the beauty of the idea of even being all mixed up, and that lyric of "Don't know what to do." Uh, is that there is something you know beautiful about the the chaos and the ability to embrace change and there's no blueprint there's no exact way to do something in this space especially as early adopters but that can also be overwhelming it can also be something that is easily either picked apart. Or, you know, friends don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it or how you're doing. So we're going to break that down. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, on today's episode and get into, you know, how do we stay positive? How do we stay on the right track? But more so than anything else, what are some of the things we have to remember uh, as early adopters? Of course, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Crypto Business Conference. Crypto Business Conference is happening October 9th to the 11th. In beautiful San Diego, California, looking forward to seeing so many of you there. I'll mention a little bit more about that at the end of the show, and definitely want to spotlight a podcast, a podcast, a NFT that we minted in our collection. As we are on our way, uh, you know, we are you know past that three hundred and ten mark, so we have fifty five uh, days left or so of the of the podcast of the collection. And the one I want to shout out is actually mint number three hundred and ten, and it is Sneaker Box NFT. And Clyde, uh, the founder of the Sneaker Box NFT has been active and really, you know, communicating, you know, amplifying, uh, participating in the NFT space now, you know, for the last nine months or so, uh, talking about his project, talking about his vision, uh, kind of uniting, uh, the sneaker community with. You know, web two sneakerheads um, with those that are, care about, you know, giving back and even putting, you know, shoes on, on those that can't afford uh, to put shoes on their feet. And so, uh, love what Clyde was building. Excited to have him as, as the collection as part of our collection. So it's Box NFT on the Twitters. Definitely check them out. They are mint number 310 in our collection. And so, as I kind of kicked off, I was mentioning just the idea that you know it it was brought to my attention by two two of our listeners uh, of the podcast um when I was in Cleveland uh this past week that one of the things that they were wanted or were hoping that I could cover was just the you know how do we stay committed or you know stay believing in a space that you know has its ups and downs and and in many cases has uh, you know the naysayers and, and probably for most of us there's not a lot of people in our IRL life that understand exactly what we're doing with these crazy JPEGs or, why we refresh the coinbase app to see if it 's a green day or a red day and not green day like green day and three eleven uh, more like a green day of positive uh, return of crypto and i 'll just say for you know for me as an early adopter, one of the things that i 've really tried to approach you know everything that i 've ever looked at when it comes to being first or being the ones that are setting the bar is that not only does it fall into the idea that perfection is a fairy tale, but it's also like a beautiful thing where we're not trying to be perfect because we don't know what works until we try it. We don't know, uh, you know, there's not one blueprint. There's not like a, how do you build a an NFT business? It's not like we have 10 years, 15 years of NFT businesses that we can lean on or or use their blueprint for. We actually be the ones that actually are setting that blueprint up. And I think that's actually a big piece of it. I think the mindset... Approach that we have to have in this space is that, you know, we have to stay curious. We have to be on, the ones that are willing to push the limits and. It's very easy to to fall into the copycat mentality. Uh, and sometimes copycat mentality can be successful. I mean, let's, let's be real. We know that, you know, Instagram stole, you know, the idea of IG stories from Snapchat. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, most of the platforms are stealing, you know, the idea of, you know, 15 second shorts with music from TikTok. Uh, I just saw yesterday that TikTok enabled a feature on my account where I can actually add a be real moment where it turns on the front camera and the back camera of the uh, inside of TikTok and posts it as a story. I mean, and so like the Web2 way is that, you know, if you can't beat them, buy them. If you can't buy them, copy them. And that's kind of what that Web2 space existed. But it's also why, you know, we lack innovation in many cases. It's also why we end up walking down the same roads where, you know, the same people have the same voices, the same people have the same power, and so when we're looking at Web3, and maybe you're, uh, you know, maybe a little, you know, discomfort, maybe you're a little bit down and out, maybe you're struggling to, you know, uh, stay committed to the space, I think the first thing you have to remember is that, you know, this journey, it's okay to not be okay. And owning the fact that not every day is going to be, you know, successful, or we're going to understand all of the moving parts, that's okay. And I think beyond that, we also have to recognize that we are you know, fortunate enough that because there is there are no rules, because there is no playbook, we get to define that playbook. We get to set what that culture looks like. And for me, that's a that's an exciting moment, right? Because I think there is it's easy for us to complain about things that we don't like in this world. It's easy about, for us to say I wish I had this or it must be nice that people were there when, you know, the web started or it must be nice to be, you know, an influencer on TikTok. I just found TikTok today. Well, there's going to be people 1 year, 2 years, 3 years from now that are going to say, "Man, it must have been nice to be in NFTs and web3 and crypto in 2022." And you get to be the one that on the flip side of that. Right. And I think keeping your eyes on that prize and understanding that, of course, I have to give a notion to to the idea of screenshot awesomeness. And I've talked about that here on the podcast before, but it's something I started with my team back in 2006. And uh, it's just the concept of we don't celebrate our wins enough and we sure as hell don't document them enough. And in many cases, when good things happen to us, we we fist bump, we give it a thumbs up. If something bad happens to us, we psychoanalyze it, we spend hours, days, weeks, um, you know, letting it impact us. And and that's not really the way to, to, to work. And it sure as hell isn't the way to work as an early adopter, because in many cases, we're going to have more failures, more uh, disappointments. And in some cases, we made the right call with the data that we had in front of us, but down the road... That ends up not being the case, and I know that's one of the things that was brought up to me uh, in Cleveland. Was they said, "Hey Brian, how do you look at your wallet and recognize that like there's some NFTs there that right now you're like, man, I can't believe I bought them." And I and I, I simply said, "You know what I do is I I go back to the day that I bought that NFT and I realize that." you know, on that day, I made the best decision that I could. And the reason I had reasons for, for being a part of it. And yes, my ideas have changed. Yes, your philosophy has changed. Maybe the project itself has changed. But you can't hold yourself or, or break yourself down kind of Monday morning quarterbacking that and, you know, the, the greatest example is go back and listen to the first couple episodes of this podcast, way back on November eleventh. that first week. I mean, my philosophy, my strategy, even the narrative that i you know I shared in many cases has been uh, adapted it 's changed. Um, some of the people that I was aligned with in November are people now that i wouldn 't be associated with if you paid me to be associated with and you know part of that is learning part of that is growing and and for me, part of that is is like the beauty of the journey and that 's kind of the the last part i 'll kind of say and it it, is, it kind of fits into the the three eleven theme and, and for those that aren 't familiar, I forget that not everybody is. In the know of 311. 311 is a band uh, that, uh, especially if you're a pager-wearing millennial, which just means you were a millennial that had a pager at one point, which is us elder millennials. 311 was, you know, all over the news, and they had songs like uh, "Amber," "Beautiful Disaster," all mixed up, "Down," "Love Song." A great co- uh, band in concert. I've seen them uh, many times uh, in concert, and. What's cool, or you know, as I was looking at this episode being episode three eleven, you know, one of the other things that kind of hit me was that you know the thing that three eleven embraced was that they and I and I wanted to pull up their their actual um, bio. It says they're American rock band that fuses reggae, hip hop, funk, and metal into a rhythmic hybrid blend that carried them from a rap rock boom of the nineties into the two thousands as a veteran mainstay. And that's a shout out to all of those multi-passionate, multi-potentialite, multi-hyphenate like myself, right? With that we don't want to be just known for doing one thing. We don't want to be put into a box and say that you know we're labeled by what we do for a living or labeled by the one you know thing that we focus on. Because three eleven, I mean, the, they literally just put every genre and said, "Hey, we're gonna we we're a blend of all of this." And I think for those of us that are are looking at at Web three, you know, Web three requires a, a blend of skills, a blend of curiosity, but also just a, a blend of realizing that you know we are are shaping something new and we're on this journey together, and we have to celebrate that journey, and we have to recognize that uh, if we're not celebrating along the way, uh, then why the hell are we even on the journey? I think we too often spend too much time focused only the, on the end game and, and not, you know, cheerleading ourselves and, and, and kind of really enjoying the ride. And I, I've always had a saying that, you know, if you're not your own biggest cheerleader, why the hell would someone else cheer for you? And I know some of you might be listening to this, and you're like, yeah, but I don't want to brag and I don't want my friends that are listening or my friends that are following me on social uh, to be mad at me or hate me. And I, my, what I say to that is if the people on social or the people that are following you are hating on you or mad or disappointed or jealous of your success, are they really someone that you want to call a friend? I don't know about you, but in this world today, I want people around me and people in my circle that are happy for success and happy for the curiosity, even if it's not something they're interested in. So, you know, I definitely challenge, you know, everyone to celebrate their wins a little bit more along the way, recognizing that the the journey is part of this entire, uh, you know, Web3 uh, ecosystem. And I would say the, the last thing I'll kind of, you know, hopefully inspire you to think about as well is that, you know, a lot of what we as greater than me requires us to do is to be self-aware, to, you know, recognize what we don't know, And then surround ourselves with people who know what we don't. And in that realm, you know, they're just because the people in your IRL days don't understand everything that you have going on doesn't mean that you're alone or doesn't mean that you're not fighting the good fight. And so uh, as much as we we recognize that, you know, I don't believe that anything will replace a a handshake and that, you know, digital is beautiful. But digital also should be something that um, we embrace and understand that it's uh, it's not replacing what we do offline, but it's giving us the opportunity to do more things and hopefully connect with more people and scale some of the great things that are happening around us. And so, that's a little bit of you know motivation, inspiration, and you know just you know a little bit tap on the back to say you know keep on keeping on, and just recognize that a lot of people won't understand what it, what this whole thing is until they have their own aha moment. And it's not really on you to give everybody around you their aha moment. You can only share what you know, share the experiences that you have. And and I will say that think that is something that when you remove that and you give yourself permission not to be the onboarding champion for every person that follows you on Facebook or every person that replies to your Instagram stories, it takes a little bit of that uh, off your shoulders and recognizing that, you know, if you share your journey, you celebrate the success, talk about some of the use cases that exist in this space. They'll have their aha moment when it's right for them, and they'll join the uh, the beautiful space of Web three when it makes the most sense. Of course, you know when I say you know nothing will put replace uh, a handshake. A great place to get a handshake and turn your your hashtags and your followers into hugs and selfies is the Crypto Business Conference, which is the sponsor of the podcast. And I I just love the idea of the networking. You know, getting to talk to everybody and. If we're honest, you know, as much as I'm a full-time speaker and that's what pays my bills, we know that most of the time we go to events for the networking, for the time hanging out, getting to you know, ride elevators with people or just sit down at a bar and get to know someone next to you that happens to be there at the same event as you are. So hopefully many of you listeners will be there October 9th to the 11th in uh, beautiful San Diego. And if you want to show up wearing some cool merch, uh, we do have some merch that is uh, uh, available and international shipping is now enabled. Uh, So we'll put a link to uh, the merch site in the in the show notes below. There is a public merch uh, area. And then if you're holding any of our uh, Mint 365 NFTs or if you're holding a a 1093 NFT NFT, Or if you have 200 ADHD coins, they'll unlock some additional storefronts with some other uh, exclusive merchandise uh, that you can uh, jump on. I know, know I've been seeing some orders come through from uh, you know Deborah and Steve and Greg uh, and you know definitely a big shout out to all those that are uh, are jumping in and grabbing some of that merch. Uh, I woke up this morning to a bunch of new orders that were placed and uh, it's exciting you know, for me. I I got to design the the merchandise itself and it's something that I was excited to kind of put out to the world and and I love that so many people are are jumping in on it. I can't wait to hopefully see people rocking that out at our next IRL event. And so I will leave you with just kind of one last. Uh, reminder and that reminder is that you know doing the same thing over and over again and expecting you know different results is uh is what the world had become and what we kind of walked ourselves through and in many cases, that's what you can say is uh, is that, you know, definition of crazy. And I think the beauty of this space is that no day is the same and we really don't know what the future holds. And don't let anyone tell you, no one on Twitter, no Instagram you know, follower, just because someone's verified or they have hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter, you know, don't let that, you know, convince you or make you believe that they know more than you do or they, they are more influential than you are. You know, of course, you know, D-Y-O-D-R, do your own damn research. And that includes those that you're listening to, those that you're surrounded to. And there's one of my favorite buttons in all of Twitter, and it's the button called Mute. The Mute button on Twitter is a beautiful button. If someone is negative or someone is polarizing or someone is just you know, showing up in your feed and not giving you the energy that you want to be surrounded with, you click those three little dots in the top right and you hit Mute. And they disappear from your feed, and I and I think we each have the the ability, and we should each take that upon ourselves to you know curate the feed that generates the energy that we want to be surrounded around. There's nobody's nobody that you're following is worth you know giving you or or you know putting out energy that isn't energy that you want to be uh, connected with. So hopefully you'll embrace that mute button. You know, pressing the damn button is part of the journey, and. Yeah, you know, this whole thing is slightly a beautiful disaster, but excited to have each and every one of you on the journey with us. And as always, until tomorrow, make it a great day. Cheers. Day. Okay. Cheers.
0: The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? for details keep listening to nft 365 if you found this helpful let us know by leaving a review like subscribe share and do all of those good things we are greater than me and as always